This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Edinburgh and London. Yeah. Uh, we're coming to your cities this week, if yeah. you're listening to this uh, at the appropriate time. September 13th, we're going to be in Edinburgh, Scotland, doing a live show. Yes, a live show. At the Scottish Storytelling Center. We do it every year. We love it. Everybody loves it. Yeah. You should bring yourself, your loved ones, your friends. Uh, no pets, I don't think. I don't think you even bring maybe a service animal. Then we get on a choo-choo train, go mm -hmm. right down to London, England. On uh, uh, September 15th and 16th uh, to King's Place, uh, mm -hmm. part of the London Podcast Festival. If you're going to another show there and not ours, you're going to be in big trouble. Yeah. Uh, so check it out. That, that's Friday and Saturday in London. Tickets Wednesday still in available. Edinburgh. Yeah. So you can get tickets. Uh, go to tcgte.com slash tour. Those are the, you'll find the ticket links there. Yeah. Email us, the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. If you're coming to one of the shows and want us to solve your problem on stage, mm -hmm. just tell us what show you're going to be at. Um, and guys, it'll be a lot of fun. I promise. No, these are going to be great shows. I'm actually, I'm super excited for these shows. Yeah, we actually prepared for them this yeah, time. Yeah, they're going to be fun. Yeah. tcgte.com slash tour. See you in the UK, people. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm your host, Tom. And I am Tim. Tim, how are you? I'm I'm great this week, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a good mood. Uh, it's almost the fall. It is almost. It is the fall. Yeah. Well, no, not really. You don't... I mean, it's the unofficial yeah. start well, of fall. Sorry this if I'm unofficial. Weekend. Sorry if I don't pay my union dues well, to the fall. I am an official, which is why I'm wearing this uh, black and white striped yeah, shirt. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm taking a dig at you because you know I know you wear. I know you don't have to wear that. You just uh, do it to rub it in my face. No, my boss is down at the Foot Locker. Uh, they tell me I have to. <laughs> Uh, aren't you going to ask how I am this week, hey, Tim? Hey, Tom, how are you doing this week? I'm doing great, Tim. I got married this week. That's not true. <laughs> it is. No, I got married. Uh, it was a real quickie. Real no. quickie one. What happened is I got married this weekend, and mm. you showed up trying to upstage me with a. I could. I, I imagine she was some sort of prostitute, but you also <laughs> hired a, a priest. Yeah. And two witnesses to come during my wedding reception. They were, uh, truth be told, they were all prostitutes. Mm. I don't know if the outfits gave it away that that wasn't a real priest, that that wasn't a Catholic priest. It was, uh, no, it was a woman of the night. Really? Yeah. Just with uh, short hair? It was short hair and like a, an encyclopedic knowledge of the New Testament. Yeah. And now that I think about it, that wasn't a priest collar. It was a dog collar. <laughs> she was also a dominatrix. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway, you didn't upstage <laughs> me, Tom. No. Nobody thought it was funny. My uncle punched you in the face. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> we all regretted uh, inviting you. <laughs> uh, no, Tim, it was a lovely wedding. Thank you. It was, it was one of the most fun weddings I've ever been to. Who was there? I was there. I mean, I wish I had gotten, uh, you know, you'd inv uh, told me a little bit ahead of time. You told me, you know, like right, the party was already happening and you were like, hey, uh, if you're not busy, you can come to my wedding. You sent me a text. Yeah, I mean, that happens at, at most weddings. Like you have a, a guest list and then some people drop out last minute. Right. So uh, you, you kind of have the B list. And it was the just... B list can't make it. So you 
you go to the C list, and if they if they don't show, mm-hmm. you you uh, text the D list during the the ceremony. Well, Tim, it was just nice to see you outside of work for once. It was. Yeah. Uh, outside of the the old grind. Yeah. Uh, no, it was a very fun wedding. I had other things to say about it, but I didn't write them down. I forget what they were. All right. Uh, you had a bonfire there. Mm-hmm. It was very dangerous. I mean, why? Because you burned yourself trying to roast a Twinkie? Yeah. I feel like those Twinkies were put out there as like a trap for me. For dummies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I was amazed. I was like, why did everybody use all the s'mores stuff and all the Twinkies are still here? You say s'mores. S'mores. Yeah, no, my mom kept saying, she she bought all the... the I learned it from her. She she kept saying, I bought all the s'mores sticks. Yeah. Just say s'mores. She told me to say s'mores. She corrected me. She's a bad influence on you. I've been <laughs> saying it. Stop hanging out with my mom, Tom. We have a lot of mutual friends. It's true. <laughs> it's hard it's not sad, to. but true. <laughs> uh, but congratulations, Tim. Thanks, Tom. On, on really doing it. Yeah. And fi- finally marrying somebody who wasn't previously married to me. Yeah, well, I you imagine... Know, it's nice to see you expand your horizons a little bit. Those old ladies made their choices, Tom. They made their own decisions. <laughs> they got sick of you. Well, it sounds like, you know what... Um, and when they were in hospice, they decided, hey, I'll marry Tim and write him into my will. Yeah. And totally. Well, it's a real shit move. You mm. know, you put the time into these old ladies. Uh, and then to have somebody swoop in. You set them up, I knock them down. That's what we always say. <laughs> you shouldn't knock them down, Tim. They're very old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, when you're the beneficiary, sometimes you got to well, knock an old lady down. <laughs> uh, how else was your week? It was good, Tom. Yeah. Uh, let me give you a slice of married life. Okay. <clears throat> so I share an apartment with my wife. Oh, boy. I, I can imagine what that's like. Yeah. Uh, much like the last four years <laughs> of my life. Uh, but, uh, so they, uh, they set up my, uh, th- The buzzer. last four years where you were living in sin. Yeah, living in sin. Yeah. The devil lived with us. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That must have been awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Talk about, uh, uh, flame-broiled Twinkies. Yeah, I bet he was like, no problem, I'll just yeah. snap my, uh, my devil fingers. He'd shoot the fire out of his fingers, Tom. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's great. But he wouldn't burn down the place because he was staying with us. He was right. living with us. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, the devil you know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, the the buzzer mm-hmm. is hooked up. Like, you know how uh, somebody comes, like a food delivery guy or something? Yeah. They hit the buzzer uh-huh. at, the, at the front door. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. And then uh, usually in a normal apartment, the, there's a, a buzzer. A lot of times for me, it's friends. Nah, I don't. I don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's my mom's ever, friends. Hardly ever a delivery man. Uh, and, and and normally there's a there's a buzzer in your apartment, and when it's hooked up, uh-huh. when somebody buzzes at the front door, mm-hmm. your buzzer buzzes, and you can talk to them, say, "Hey, you can come up," and then you uh, you buzz them in. Yeah. These people in my building, maniacs. They set it up so that uh, you hit the buzzer, and it uh-huh. calls a telephone number. Uh huh. So they're like, put your telephone number in there. Yeah. So you put in a like a long distance call to really screw them. Yeah. So they're <laughs> no, no, because like for the longest time they were like, oh, uh, you know, we can't do that, and we we're like, well, we can't. We need a buzzer, right? Right. So, so they put it in. That's that's neither here nor there. Uh, so now, whenever uh, I don't have a landline, so whenever anybody hits my buzzer, right. my cell phone rings. Uh huh. 
which is fine if I'm there. But like if my wife is home mm-hmm. and I'm not and she orders food or has friends or a gentleman caller over, <laughs> my phone will ring. Have we uh, talked about this? Uh, not, no, no, I don't, not in such detail, I don't think. Yeah. So, but like I was at work today. Yeah. Working like uh, an honest, uh, an honest nine to five. Uh-huh. And my phone is in my pocket. Where do you, where do you work again? I work down at the plant. Right. Okay. So my, uh, my phone is in my pocket uh-huh. and uh, it starts ringing. Or do you, when your phone rings, Tom, yeah. do you just panic? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, shit. Something terrible happened, or I'm in trouble. Yeah. Or anytime somebody's my, in trouble. Anytime my phone rings. Well, I have uh, the Apple Watch, too, and the Apple Watch is, like, pretty subtle about everything. Like, you know, if I get an email or a text, it's like, pop up. Tell that to the Boston Red Sox, right? Well, jeez, don't get me started. Uh, they were hoping it was more subtle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it just gives you like one or two taps, which is like one of the things I really like about it. When the phone's ringing, it's just like, it's just like shaking your arm off. Like the phone's ringing, answer it. It's an emergency. (laughs) Yeah. So I hate when the phone rings. Yeah. So like I, I was petrified and then like, I've been meaning to put the number that calls like from the buzzer into my phone. So so I know it's the buzzer, but it's always just some random seven, one, eight number. So I'm like, Oh, it changes. No, 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 no. Oh. But like I see it coming up. I haven't learned it yet. Right. Um, and I'm too lazy to put it in. So it rings today and I'm terrified. Uh, I pick it up and I'm like, hello. And then I'm like, oh, it's the buzzer. And there's a lady in there. And she goes, uh, <laughs> not in the phone, in the vestibule. In the yeah, maybe. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I hit your buzzer with my elbow. And I was like, Ooh. okay, that's fine. And then I uh, like reflexively, you hit nine to buzz them in. Yeah. And then I hung up, and yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. My phone rings again. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, 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 no. You don't have to buzz me in. <sighs> My elbow accidentally hit the buzzer. Just take the buzz and in. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, like an idiot, I reflexively hit nine. Because that ends the call. <laughs> like, it buzzes and ends the call. Well, now she you're just me trolling her. a third time. Yeah. And she's like, I think you misunderstand. I'm not trying to come to your apartment. What you my trying elbow to do then? hit the buzzer, and I was just like, "Then fucking leave my building." Yeah, stop trying to Get live in my there. vestibule. Yeah, she she hit it with her elbow the first time, yeah. and then was so concerned she had to call back twice and explain what happened. I don't care, lady. Get out of there. I called the police. Good. He told him, uh, there's a woman with a, an automatic rifle in my vestibule. I swatted her, Tom. <laughs> Good thinking. Yeah. Um, why don't, you know what, I can get you set up with something. Can you? Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, you can't, like, you know, be like, oh, we'll table this. Like, this isn't an interesting conversation. <laughs> if this could take a turn for the interesting, don't save it for off the podcast. I mean, it wouldn't be interesting. I just, I know a guy you can get a gun from. Tim, what are we talking about this week? Buzzers. No, we're not talking about fucking buzzers. <laughs> we have been, and it's been very exciting. It's yeah. been very illuminating, I think. Buzzards. Uh, my brother, actually, since we're on the topic of buzzers, nice. um, he's got one of those ring doorbells yeah, in front of his house. Yeah, a doorbell that goes ding dong, boom, boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. boom, 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 boom. 
Yeah, uh, my my neighbors across the street growing up had that doorbell. Right. Yeah, it took like forty five seconds every time you enough rang the doorbell. Enough is enough. Wait, Jesus, you guys live in Big Ben. Especially, <laughs> Give it a rest. especially in the burbs. Yeah, I'm talking suburbs. You uh-huh. get a ring and run situation. <laughs> keep you up all night. <laughs> yeah. Um, my brother uh, and his wife have one of those ring doorbells, which is not what you, that's the brand name. Yeah, it's a camera. It's a camera and like a Wi-Fi deal where when somebody rings a doorbell, it makes a noise like you'd expect, but it rings like both people's phones or, you know, more than both people. Uh, <laughs> you love the commercial. What's your famous? Oh, yeah, because you get somebody rings your doorbell, uh-huh. and this lady's at work, right? Um, but she because they market it on TV as like a way to keep robbers. Away. Yeah, and there's a guy like in a like robber ski mask or something, or just like a he's or dressed he's, like the hamburger. Yeah, or something. he's just kind of like a scumbag. He's like, yeah. uh, I got, I got, I'm selling things, and she goes, um. I'm bathing my children right now. Yeah, which sounds like the most vulnerable situation you yeah, could be in. Exactly. I have my my children uh, are 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 naked and they're in water. Which like if I'm not here, they could drown in this water. Yeah, I can't pick them up. They're too slippery. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, they're they're not old enough to bathe themselves, so they're very young. So I'm gonna be yeah, very protective. I'm all of them. alone in this one. Yeah, yeah. What a horrible commercial. But anyway, um, well, what a horrible. No, just bad thinking from that lady. Yeah, she. she I'm on the toilet. I'm cleaning my guns. Oh yeah, I'm cleaning yeah. my guns on the toilet. I'm cleaning my Gatling gun. It's uh, attached water. to the roof. And boy, boy, howdy, it'll cut a man in half. Yeah, and then you play that scene from Angels with Dirty Faces. <laughs> right. You go, it's, one, it's, two, ten. ten. It's like this woman hasn't even seen Home Alone. Jesus Christ, lady, what are you doing? Uh, Imagine Kevin McAllister was like, sorry, wet bandits, I'm bathing the kids. Yeah, they'd be like, great, we'll help ourselves sell the, the Christmas yeah. presents. Uh, Plus, we love... Uh, water. We love, you know, yeah, well, let us in the that wet bath. Yeah. yeah. Um, Done yeah. half the job for us. Half the job is flooding the house. It's true. Um, but that doorbell, uh, I feel like kind of stinks uh, because, like, I was ringing the door to see uh, if they were home, and neither were home, but it's like, oh, now it's going to both their phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, bothering both of them when like i have a key of the house and i was just gonna let myself in the house steal everything bathe your kids <laughs> bathe, bathe my children yeah anyway well, that's I'm bathing my children that's not what we're talking about this week yeah no. what are we talking about tim tater chips we're talking about potato chips aka fried potato slices tom that's uh, the pc way to say it to call them I have a, uh, they're also known as crisps. Yes. And I have a statement that I'd, I'd li- that we both drafted together today that I'd like to read. I mean, I don't remember <clears throat> drafting this, but okay. We here at The Complete Guide to Everything recognize that people from many different countries listen to this podcast to educate themselves about the world around them. We appreciate all of your support and your undying loyalty and the hundreds upon hundreds of marriage proposals we receive from all corners of the, of the globe. One of them worked on me. Yeah. Well, I got you on an off day. Yeah. 
We also understand that different regions have different names for the same things. <laughs> this can often cause confusion or annoyance when someone hears a different region's word for something. <laughs> but let me be clear. Actually, maybe the former well, president. Well, yeah, maybe we should have the yeah, former yeah, yeah, president, yeah, Barack thing. Obama, who's sitting right here at all times, uh, take that part for yeah. you. All right, let's do it again. Uh, let me be clear. The Complete Guide to Everything is an American podcast. For the purposes of our conversations today, we will refer to chips, not crisps, elevators, not lifts, cigarettes, and not that horrible slur that is used widely throughout the United Kingdom. If we knew what a lorry was, which we don't, we would use whatever the appropriate American word for that is. Please, if you were offended by the fact that we're saying potato chips instead of crisps, please don't email us, tweet at us, or write about it on Reddit. Instead, we kindly ask you to go screw. Also, be sure to come to our live shows <laughs> next week in Edinburgh and London. <laughs> well, that's a hell of a stump speech, Tim. Thank you. You got my vote. Thanks. You know, you know, a million people like because it'll be called um, uh, potato chips on the yeah. thing. A million people are gonna be like, "Oi, oi, oh, you mean oi. you mean crisps? We sh we shouldn't be fucking." <laughs> please go buy tickets. Yeah, tickets please now. come to the shows. Uh, people are listening to it. They're like, "Oh, the show's today. Maybe we should." Oh, nope. They hate us. They're they're <laughs> ten minutes in. They're admonishing us for the way we speak. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so for for the purposes of this podcast, we're we're calling them chips because that's how you know that's how me and Tim were raised, like good boys, good American boys. Tim, I want to tell you a little bit about the history of potato chips because I had no idea. All right, the earliest known recipe for potato chips is in William Kitchener's, <laughs> which you know, kitchen. Yeah, yeah. What a well, it's his cookbook. His cookbook, the Cook's Oracle. And I guess one of his prophecies was like, one day they'll call the kitchen after me, Kitchener. Yeah. They'll, they'll be like, uh, well, if he was a Kitchener, he must have spent his time in the kitchen. Yeah, that's the best that the historians could do. <laughs> uh, first published in 1870, which is a bestseller in England and the U.S., much like us. Excuse me. The 1822 edition version of Recipe 104 is called Potatoes Fried in Slices or Shavings. And reads, Why don't you just call it Fried Potatoes? And reads, peel large potatoes, slice them about a quarter of an inch thick, and, or cut them in shavings round and round, as you would peel a lemon. Dry, <laughs> dry them in a clean cloth. Wait, that's how you and make... And fry them in larder drippings. What did you think potato chips were? Wait, how do you peel a lemon? You pull off the skin, like, bit by bit, right? Yeah, but you can, like, uh, you know, uh, you'd slice, peel it. You'd slice. You can take the peel off. You can uh, have, like, a rind for a drink. It's like uh, that. Yeah. It's the same thing. You know what I don't like? What's that? When a recipe calls for lemon zest or whatever. Uh-huh. And you got to, like, grate the lemon a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's so dirty. Like, you can't get that clean. That's a, that's like a dang sponge. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it's hard to get a lemon clean. Yeah, the outside, at least. Yeah. The yeah. inside clean. stays clean, clean thanks to that rind. Tim, I, I, I dug a little bit deeper about this William Kitchener, and I think he's a man after your own heart. Why? Did he fry everything? No, uh, unlike not this... Did he love the ladies? Not this beginning part, but a later part. 
unlike most food writers of the time, he cooked the food himself. <laughs> so oh. he like reviewed his own food, uh, I guess. Uh, no, wait. He like he he made recipes. Yeah. Wash up afterwards. Yeah, everybody else is like, like do this and then have the slaves you own make it. <laughs> Wash up afterwards and performed all the household tasks he wrote about. That's not what you identify with. It's this next part. Hmm. He traveled around with his portable cabinet of taste, a folding cabinet containing his mustards and sauces. Wow. This guy's great. <laughs> he is also the inventor Never of... Never thought to bring my mustards everywhere with me. <laughs> in, in, in a cabinet of taste. Yeah. Tim, you'll be taking your cabinet of taste to, uh, uh, to the UK. Can you imagine at freaking, uh, you know, a restaurant, the like maitre d' coming over, like, can you please... Uh, <laughs> Put away your cabinet of your, taste. Your cabinet full of mustards, of all <laughs> different sorts of mustards. Sir, these are just regular store-bought mustards. We have these. You don't have to bring your own. Um, uh, Kevin, it is is uh, is causing a fire hazard. It's blo- It's huge, <laughs> gigantic. It's ro- it's uh, powered by a steam engine. Yeah, well, I have lots of mustards, and I like to keep them chilled. Two other things about him: he is also the creator of Wow Wow sauce. What is Wow Wow sauce? Is that like donkey sauce? Kind of, but I looked into it. I don't know if it's good or not. It's just got like everything. It's like eleven ingredients in one, and nothing like too crazy. Spices. Uh, it's like spices, ketchup, mustard, Worcestershire sauce. Like everything is in this Wow Wow sauce. So like something like six year olds would like, uh, or eight year olds, let's say. Yeah. Right. Take out of the fridge and like dare the fat kid to eat for five dollars. Uh, it sounded like it might be good, but uh, the the thing wow wow sauce truffle (laughs) shuffle. The thing I read, it didn't get into the specifics of how much of each were in, which I feel like is uh, crucial. Yeah, I need the recipe. um, We'll we'll have to buy his book. Well, so that way we can make our own potato chips and our own wow wow sauce. Tom. The third thing about him is relating to that book. In that book, that same you know eighteen early eighteen hundreds book where he gave the first recipe for potato chips. He gave 11 different recipes for ketchup. Wow. This, why I aren't there statues to this man? Tom. Well, uh, they were all torn down. <laughs> no, I think, I think you've got this confused about. Uh, this man was English. I don't think he uh, had anything to do with any, yeah. anything It was 1817 here. that uh, yeah. he, pr- he produced this book? The, the first edition, I think, yeah. Well, good for Mr. Kitchener. You made your own food. You reviewed your own food. You had a cabinet of tastes. Yeah. Uh, and sounds a, like 11 you lived, different recipes for ketchup. You lived a delicious life, my friend. Yeah. He seemed like a real maniac. He seemed great. He invented potato chips. You bite your tongue. Yeah. I don't really like potato chips, truth be told. I, you know what? I don't really like potato chips either. Um. um all right. <laughs> well, here's the thing. See you next week. <laughs> here's the classic chip. Can right. we agree on this? Okay. The Lay's original. Like uh, with ridges or without? Without ridges. Oh. Or uh, the Y's. Wait. I think probably the Lay's. How do they do the common. ridges? Kitchener uh, didn't have that in his did, cabinet. Yeah. Uh, well, another thing Kitchener didn't have in his cabinet for potato chips was salt. There was no flavoring on the first uh, chips. Yeah. I guess everything tasted like shit back then anyway. Yeah. So probably just a fried potato was the most amazing thing people could ever imagine. Did they have French onion dip? 
I don't think they had French onion dip. Did yet. people buy the Hidden they Valley have, uh, packets? And then you, you mix it up dip. with some sour cream? No. That's when I like it. A potato chip, my friend. With some uh, sour cream and onion uh, and dipping. Dip? Yeah. yeah. Some sort of cream based uh, uh, onion dip. Tim, how should we approach? Because this is a big topic. Sure is. What what should we start with? Because we can start with brands. We can start with flavors. We can start with uh, you know more history. Let's 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 jettison history. Uh, or you have more history? Do you have interesting uh, factoids? No, nah, I mean some shithead later tried to be like, oh, I invented this. Uh, he sliced potatoes razor thin. Uh, oh, yeah, this guy. Okay. So this guy, um, uh, however, a legend associates the creation of potato chips with Sar- Saratoga Springs, New York, decades later. I love New York, baby. Yeah, but decades later. Come on. Yeah, but it's New York. You but know what? You know what? Italy might have invented pizza, but who perfected it? New Yorkers. True. By, uh, by the, stop doing that. Hey, Paisan. <laughs> Let's uh, eat the pizza. Raise Tim, original. I, I've warned you about going too, too ethnic on this show. Uh, by the late 19th century, a popular version of the story attributed the dish to George Crumb. What Ooh, a name. I like that name. Everybody's uh, got such good name. Well, you know what? You, you're going to eat some potato chips. They're going to be crumbs. Yeah, well, he didn't have a Is B it, in his did name. Did they name the crumb after him? No, I don't think so. Uh, he was a uh, half black, half Native American cook at Moon's Lake House who was trying to appease an unhappy customer on the 24th of August. Was it a eight, baby? 1853. No, I'll get to the, the twist of who they, you know, marketing says it was. Uh, the customer kept sending his French fried potatoes back, complaining that they were too thick. Uh, so he was getting French fries, also known as chips, but not these chips, French fries. Uh, what like, year was this? 1853. Right, this guy seems like he he was having a very easy life. <laughs> um, and well, then, I'll uh, get some to that. Jerk, it was like your potatoes are wrong. Frustrated, he uh, he sliced the potatoes. We're talking about crumb now. He sliced the potatoes razor thin, fried them until crisp, and seasoned them with extra salt. To crumb, to crumb surprise, the customer loved them. So he, you know, the story is like he did as a like, oh, you want them thin? You want them crispy? Well, I'll give them to you thinner and crispier than you could ever imagine. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, they soon became called Saratoga Chips, a name that persisted to at least blah, blah, blah. Um, in 1973, they had a national advertising campaign by the St. Regis Paper Company, uh, which manufactured the packaging for the chips, that said that customer, the complaining customer, was Cornelius Vanderbilt of the wow. famous Vanderbilt family. Uh, of the Vanderbilt Planetarium. <laughs> the Vanderbilt. Uh, I've been thinking about a lot about uh, lately about becoming old rich. Yeah, me too. Being old rich seems like the best way to be rich. That's right? why I married into that patrician family, Tom. <laughs> right. Uh, is that a word, patrician? That's I don't know. Thing. You that know, I wasn't like really sure. Right. Is that a type of doctor? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um uh, being old rich is the best. If you're like a Vanderbilt or a Rockefeller, an aristocrat or a nobleman, yeah, that's me. yeah, there you go. I know words. 
uh, that's the best way to be rich. Because when you're new rich, everybody knows, like, oh, you're gross. Yeah, you bought a sports car. You buy sports cars. Where when you're old rich, you buy old Rolls Royces. Yeah. Yeah. And you thumb your nose at everybody. Yeah, but, you know, you don't make a big show of it. You just uh, talk to the other old rich people about how gaudy and tacky yeah, people are. Borrow gray poupon from each other, from each other's cabinets of taste. Except <laughs> in your Rolls Royces. <laughs> yeah. I like talking about how tacky people are, and I'm not even uh, any kind of rich. Yeah. I Maybe if we just start acting more like rich guys. Yeah. Old rich guys. Yeah. Mm. Old rich. We should yeah. just wear old suits. Yeah. Old musty suits. We'll go to that uh, theater with the frog and the pig and the bear putting on a show, and we'll sit in the balcony and (laughs) shit all over them. Yeah. Yeah, screw them. Yeah. So stupid. Trying to put on a show. Trying to put on a show. It's not, uh, it's not, uh, it's not, uh, Nah, Man, you would make a terrible <laughs> Statler or Waldorf. <laughs> You're not. You gotta be quick. You gotta be quick oh, with I the was, quip stuff. I was gonna you say gotta, that their show's not put these these, <sighs> these fucking Muppets in their place, and yeah, you're just you're know, stammering there. I, I was gonna say they're not half bad. They're all bad. Oh, there we but go. now it's too yeah. too late. You know yeah. they're moving on to the next uh, segment. It's like uh, if I old... saw Statler and Waldorf, uh-huh. one of them say that, like, what, give the performance you just gave, <laughs> I'd be like, oh man, I pity these guys. Oh, Where man. are we their got... sons? Why didn't somebody put them in a home? Yeah, we got to put Statler in a home now. Mm. Um, uh, were Statler and Waldorf old rich? They seem like it. They were uh... named after those old. Uh, uh, hotels in new york city yeah they always seemed like uh fake old like old rich but like the family had run out of money 50 years ago oh yeah so it's like they had like nice like they might have lived in like a real nice house but like they couldn't you know afford electricity for it yeah yeah like what are those uh Oh God, I'm blanking. What's that documentary about those old ladies who oh, were uh, uh, gray gardens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like the male gray gardens, and they just yeah. like they had no like they just hung out at the Muppet Theater. It's <laughs> <laughs> <They, laughs> just a bad time. Yeah, so it's, they went Jesus, crazier that actually crazier. makes a lot of sense because like why else were they there? Who were they critiquing the shows for? Yeah, they weren't hired by anybody. They had nowhere. They had nothing else to do. Yeah, they're they're. It, they didn't have like a no column yeah. somewhere. Huh. Pity those guys. Oh, well, we huh? figured them out, huh? Yeah. So, ranch or sour cream and onion? All right, Tim, let's talk flavors. Can I make a, ble- a blanket statement about uh, bleh, 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 bleh. Yeah, that'd be a good uh, <laughs> porky pig, I'll tell you that yeah. much. Uh, Tom? Mm-hmm. Most flavors. <laughs> I know you're gonna say most flavors stink or most flavors are overrated. No, no, they kind of taste the same. <laughs> There's only so many 100% flavors. Untrue. I think there are like five or six flavors that are that that are on a potato chip, and then at some point they get into these novelty things, right? And it's just like a bunch of spices, and it's like eh, I can vaguely taste like there's one spice in there that was like. 
like in some like flavor lab but like if you had like a spoonful of it it would like be the worst thing ever but like yeah a dusting of that with Mm. other spices makes it like oh there is a hint of shrimp on this you know what i mean yeah i had a uh like uh i've only been to asia one time i went to thailand japan and uh, like i tried to eat as many crazy potato chips as i saw i don't why was I at so many rest stops? It was at like a bunch of like roadside rest stops. Oh, I guess we were driving. Did you somewhere. drive to Japan? I drove to Japan across the land bridge. Um, but I remember getting these Pringles that had like no English on the can whatsoever, but it was just a shish kebab. Hmm. But then in uh, also on the shish kebab with like normal things, you know, peppers and onions and like meat, and chicken and shrimp maybe. Uh, there were also uh, bombs, explosive bombs. Wow. Yeah. It was a spicy one. Uh, I thought maybe it's like a Pop rock situation. You no. shouldn't even mention Pringles. Pringles is a different beast. We'll get into all that. Will we? All right. Let's get into it right now. Pringles uh, are a sham. They're 42% potato content. What's the rest? Uh, wheat, Seasoning? starch, and flours vegetable oils, and emulsifier, and salt and seasoning. Here's what happened, Tom. Mm-hmm. This is crazy because, uh, you know, we had that whole thing earlier, this whole dust-up about uh, <laughs> chips right. in the U.S. Oh, I know, and what, crisps I know where you're going. in yeah. the U.K. Mm-hmm. So uh, Pringles came out mm-hmm. um, in the 70s, and all the other potato chips were like, no, 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 no. They can't call them You're potato, not potato chips. Potato chips, you yeah. sons of bitches. And so what did they do? They went to big government, big yeah. brother, uh-huh. and they were like, "Hey, FDA, they can't call them potato chips." Yeah. So the FDA was like, "Yeah, you're right." It's like those that mayonnaise that was like, "We're mayo," and then like all the egg mayonnaises are like, "Not if you don't have eggs, you jerk." Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, the, the FDA said uh, they they ruled that they could only use the word chip in their product name. In the following phrase, quote, potato, ch- potato chips made from dried potatoes, um, okay. which like that had to, they couldn't be like Pringles potato chips. They could be like potato chips made from bri- dried potatoes, like on the front. Right. So they're like, screw that. So in the U.S., they started calling them potato crisps. Yeah. So and in the U.K., the, the U.K., same thing, oh, like to get ahead of it, versa. they call them potato chips there. Huh. So Boy, if we Mr. go there, Mr. Pringles, uh, clever son of a bitch, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. And they came in a tennis ball can. I never put that together. That, oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of like a. That was man. like I think that was the topic of conversation for sixty percent of the, my conversations when I was like between the ages of five and nine. It was just like, you ever notice uh, the, uh, the the Pringles can is uh, like a tennis ball can? You know what? I think it wasn't until like somewhat uh, late in my childhood that I learned that uh, tennis balls came in a can. Really? Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, I well, never yeah, had what like What kind of old tennis? rich person are you, Tom? Well, no. You got to know like, about tennis. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why you I'm not old rich. You got a lot to learn, my friend. This yeah. is going to be a real fish-out-of-water situation when you find yourself in a, a an old rich family. Yeah, I didn't, know, I didn't know they came out of a can. I thought they came out of the stream. Mm. Just old and musty already. I still don't really understand why they're in a can. I don't know. So they don't roll away. <laughs> 
takes a lot. Well, if the can rolls away, well, the can can only ro- roll one way where the yeah, the you know where it's going. Roll, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Sorry, back to flavors. I well, just, no, I was going to say since we're talking about uh, this is what uh, Wikipedia uh, uh, they uh, classified it as similar food. Which I feel like is just throwing so much shade at potato chips. Similar food. Oh yeah. Like, come on, it's more than similar. Uh, Pringles or Lay's stacks. I don't think I've ever had a Lay's stacks. It's pretty much the same thing as that. It. Lo- it. They try and make it look like a more extreme version of Pringles. Yeah, and they succeeded. It's really cool. <laughs> uh, uh, They're fine. They taste just like Pringles. Also in this uh, category, Munchos. Munchos are a little different. Well, because they have air put into them. Yeah, Munchos, I used to really love Munchos. Uh-huh. And the last time, like when, I, you know, my early teens, right. I was a Munchos maniac, Tom. <laughs> right. I'm not going to sugarcoat it here. Yeah, I'm going to no, put some you, salt on it. You have been diagnosed with the, uh, uh, the, the what is it, DSIM of uh, Munchos mania. Okay. Uh, yeah. They couldn't find a cure. I cured myself, <laughs> apparently, uh, because last time I ate a muncho was immersion therapy. Yeah, well, one one time, last time I ate a muncho, I was probably twenty five years old. Tom. Oh yeah, and I didn't care for it, and I never went back. I think I've only had munchos like a handful of times. They were the res- no pun intended because you can have a handful of munchos. That's true say. at a time. Yes. Uh, I would always get them uh, at rest stops, like you would get yeah, Japanese yeah, yeah. Uh, Pringles. <laughs> right. Um, so, like one when everybody else was getting combos, I was like, "Oh, there's munchos here. Well, I don't see munchos out in the out wild." Like a like, wow, you you really miss out because combos. The only time to get combos is during rest stop visits. Guess what, dickhead? My brother got the combos. I got the munchos. I got the best of both both worlds. Yeah, but Munchos stinks. So yeah, they it's do. Not really. <laughs> uh, French's potato sticks. Have you ever had these? Yeah. I Those feel... seem more elegant to me. Well, because French's, they make the mustard. French's makes like... Uh, they make those fried potato things. Yeah, I was going to say like French's is like a supermarket um, company. I got those uh, French's fried potatoes. <laughs> I mean, uh, onions. Fried onions, yeah. No, no, no. I didn't get the onions. I got the... No, I did get the onions. I was looking for the potato sticks. Uh, I put them on a hot dog or yeah. a, a fake hot dog. Mm-hmm. Tom, changed my life. Yeah, no, that's called something. They do that somewhere often. One thing that you're going to be disappointed that we uh, canceled at the last minute from the uh, from the wedding because mm-hmm. I was too lazy. I wanted to, because we had a grill there if we needed it. Yeah. I wanted to, you know, help. The only people left around midnight were like us and our friends. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to have a late night uh, hot dog bar where we'd get all the fixins for hot oh, dogs. That would have been great. I'd have grilled up some dogs, and I specifically so we could get those French's uh, fried onions on there. It's that and good all, on them, huh? All the mustards from my uh, cabinet <laughs> of tastes would be Why? there for the first time. You have opened up your cabinet yeah. of tastes. Well, here's the thing. Uh, the that was part of the dowry. So I got my my wife's my wife's father, my father in law, uh-huh. presented me with a cabinet of tastes. Yeah. 
And he said, I'd like to share this with my friends. Yes. And he said, well, I don't agree with that, but it's too late now. Yes. You've if, taken my daughter's hand If I had known you were going to do that, I would have never agreed to this. Yeah. But, you know, uh, a deal is a deal. Yes. Before we are old rich <laughs> and all your friends are new rich, uh, they don't even know how tennis balls come. Uh, another similar food, Andy Capp's hot fries. Fuck yes, Andy Capp's oh, hot really? fries. Oh really? Oh, I hate him. Oh, I feel like my. they made they made a bunch of Andy Capp's hot fries in the seventies. There was one big batch, and they're still floating around. I out mean, there. the the supporting evidence to your theory <laughs> twofold. One, nobody eats Andy Capp's hot fries. Number two. Nobody outside of the 70s knows who Andy Cap is. Yeah. I when I was a lifeguard as a teenager, the concession stand had uh you know, they had a bunch of stuff, but they had Andy Cap's hot fries and they would like run out of everything. Like I think they would like go to the store in the morning, get what they thought they needed for the day, and that was it. And they were always trying to push us on like like, well, we don't really give you guys a discount, but you can have free handicaps hot fries. I'm like, no, they no are thanks. so good, Tom. Ugh. But like, it is like if in like 2037, they're like, hey, kids, here's this Urkel cereal. Yeah, like, like it's an insane. Yeah, at this point that they haven't like rebranded those, like. Andy Cap is not I think he's kidding. He's best known for his hot fries these days. <sighs> yeah, but it's still not very well known. Yeah, well, they're great. And the last a great treat for oh, your cafeteria. The last similar food I have is, uh, uh, and apparently there's one variety of this left, but the the chips that they made with Olestra. Oh yeah, the the diarrhea chips. Well, it's fat that wouldn't get absorbed by your intestines. Yeah, right? it would come out of your loose stool. They were like, the, we, "Eureka, we found it!" Like your body won't absorb this fat. Yeah, they and then just... they forgot to be like, "But where does that go?" <laughs> it drips out your butthole while you're going uh, about your day. Yeah, while you're out on the ski slopes or whatever. Yeah. Ski slopes wouldn't be so bad. You got a lot of insulation in there. Well, what if I'm wearing all white, as I tend to do? That's true. Wanna, like a real snow bunny. Yeah, I want to live up to the name of snow bunny. Yes. Um, yeah, I didn't under... Like, even as a kid, when Olestra came out, it was called Olean. They had like, oh, yeah, they oh the wow chips. That's what they were... Not wow wow sauce, but just like wow chips. Yeah. Um, Kitchener must be rolling in his grave when that <laughs> happened. Yeah. And Sees I remember Miss Piggy eating them by the pool. Even as a kid, when they were like, "Oh, the way the way this works is uh, the fat molecules are too big for your body to digest," and I was like, "Well, they gotta go somewhere." <laughs> I mean, the, the you know, if they're not, they don't by any chance just leak out your butthole while yeah, you're going it, about your it, day, it, do they? Yeah, they're not just like so desperate to get half your body that the, they'll betray it <laughs> just to get out. Well, will they? Uh, but apparently there's still like a Lay's light that uses Olestra. I mean, they could have just been like, uh, we took out all the, the, uh, uh, fat in these chips and we replaced it with plastic so that your body can't absorb it. Yeah. It'd be fine. At least my, my poops would be solid. Yeah. I ate a lot of plastic. shiny days. too. Yeah. No, I think the Olestra ones were pretty shiny to be fair. They're very oily. Yeah. All right, Tom. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, too. Not to get too gross here. Uh, I bet, but the, but I bet you will get too gross. But the last thing you want leaking out of your 
butt is oil. <laughs> right? I don't know. She's I'd kicking anything. Oil than like a poop. No, I'd rather oil. I'd rather oil. I mean, I'd rather poop. Really? Give me poop or give me death. I don't want oil coming out. I don't want anything coming out of my butt that's clear. Mm, but then it won't stain your very nice. Uh... Oh, it's still going to stain. It's oil. Yeah, it's going to stain even worse. You're going to be like, oh, well, what was that stain? Again, not to get gross, but if something's stained with poop, you know how poop stain that. But if oil stains something, you're like, what was that oil? Maybe it was from a, a dripping candle or something <laughs> in that my was in underwear. My butt. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I tripped a, oh, maybe I must have uh, tilted the lantern <laughs> onto my, uh, my underwear. <laughs> that must be where, where these oil stains came from. So uh, a lot of people don't like salt and vinegar chips, though. <laughs> um, you know what? I think I might be one of them. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's like a... we're getting into the the different flavors. Yeah, here, you huh? need to uh, to grow <laughs> anything to get you out of the oil dripping out of butts <laughs> monologue that you were <laughs> delivering. I'm against it. I know you're. We're all against oil dripping out of butts, Tom. I mean, not the Lay's Corporation, but... Yeah, they're all for it. They're for it. They're trying to sell it. Man, they'll sell you anything, man. Yeah. It's all about the almighty dollar, huh? All about the almighty butt oil. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Saqqara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Saqqara... You can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom, to mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, I, I tried could, some of I this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to saqqara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look, well, now that now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, 
Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com, that's F-R-A-M.com, and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring The Complete Guide to Everything. All right, Tim, let's talk flavors. Let's talk flavors. What's your favorite flavor? I think I might be a uh, salt and vinegar man. Ah. Uh, I'm disappointed. sorry. Yeah, okay. What about you, Tom? Um, I have two answers. I used to be... A barbecue man. Oh, I'm, well, I'm disappointed, but I understand. Mm-hmm. I have two answers. My one is the standard where I can get everywhere in America, which is uh, sour cream and onion. That's. But, you know what? You open up a bag of that, though, mm-hmm. it smells like farts. Yeah, that's one of the. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I will say this it's a poor substitute for what you were talking about, which is that uh, that ranch dipping sauce. Oh, I mean, above all, yeah. if we're talking non dry. If you can just get a plain salted potato chip and some of that ranch dipping sauce oh, boy, that you make oh boy. at home with sour cream and, and the, and uh, packet the packet of. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'm in heaven. I'm in hog heaven, baby. Yeah. Um, so sour cream and onion, but if I am abroad or if I am in a eclectic supermarket, mm-hmm. uh, cheese, cheese and onion, cheese and onion. I'm, I'm a fan of, although mm-hmm. I will admit, or I would ask you to admit <laughs> that it doesn't taste like you've put like cheese and onion on a chip. This yeah. is, this is what I was saying about flavors, mm-hmm. right? Like. It approximates like a, a a hint of a feeling of of the flavor, but you, like, could you imagine if you uh, topped a potato chip with a slice of cheese and a and a wisp? No, full onion. onion. <laughs> full onion. Yeah. Um, you take a chip. You you hollow. You 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 just cut a slice out of an onion. Uh-huh. You stick one potato chip in there. <laughs> And a slice of American cheese, and you eat the onion like an apple. Now that's what I want. I would do it, but I love onions. Um, Me too. I think I could eat an onion with like an apple. Yeah, whenever they show like magicians or whatever tricking people into eating onions, you ever see these uh, tricks? <laughs> yeah, of course, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> no, where they like blindfold someone and they make them smell an apple, and then they give them an onion, and they're like, "Oh, you ate an onion. Yeah. You thought it was an apple." I, I'm always like, "I would eat an onion. It'd be mm. fine." Hey, uh, come to these UK shows. We'll eat onions on the stage. <laughs> we'll eat onions. Like we'll an eat apple. onions on stage and meet we'll us take, afterwards. Yeah, we'll just take a bite out of it. Um, I will say this, though. The, the cheese and onion taste like they have uh, cheese powder and onion powder on them, which are powders that are acceptable. Cheese powder? Sure. Like uh, the powder that comes with like uh, mac and cheese? The powder it comes with mac and cheese, or like the that's powder. not meant to be eaten. If no, not no, cut no, with a lot of different things. The powder that goes on like uh, like the the cheesy popcorn that you get in the tins at uh, Christmas, or like Cheeto dust. I, yeah. I okay, all right. Yeah. You know what? Listen, I was judging you for a second. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, uh, now you're back on my side. Yeah, I'm on your side. So it's two. I'm things, not against cheese and onion, but two way. things that I'm used to seeing in powder form. So when I get them on a chip, I'm like, okay, this is familiar. Two great tastes that taste great together. So, like a thing that is a familiar taste, but not familiar as a powder, uh, ketchup flavored chips. Yeah, um, big in Canada. Yeah, it's a big Canadian treat. Yeah, um, uh, jury's out. I'm not sure. 
that's that's a situation. Mm-hmm. I think the catsup taste might be too strong. Yeah. It's too much for a potato chip, I think. Yeah, right? But I don't know. I don't know if I've really ever had them. Because I like ketchup on fries, which are of fried course, potatoes. Of course, who doesn't? But the ratio to mm-hmm. a to a thick fry, and you dip the the well, tip and you've got in total a, control. Yeah, um, I you know uh, compared to a thin chip that's fully dusted with a strong ketchup like yeah. powder. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it works for me. The other thing from Canada mm-hmm. that look after this we can never do a show in Canada, Tom. <laughs> right. The all dressed chips. All dressed. Um, First off, the name stinks. Yeah, and it's what? It's all the flavors? It's all dressed. You know what? I walked by Taco Bell the other day, and now, you know, in the morning they have a naked uh, breakfast tacos. Egg, the egg, the shell yeah. is made out of eggs. The sh- the, yeah, the shell is made out of egg, which is disgusting. Yeah. Uh, you know what I like to do the first thing in the morning? Mm-hmm. Touch eggs with my bare hands. <laughs> yeah, put them in my mouth. Yeah, after I've touched them. Yeah. Um, but now they have a dressed uh, uh, breakfast taco, and it's that just with a tor- You know, it's that just the way they should have done in the first place, which is with a tortilla shell around it. Right. Tom, I'll tell you this about all dressed chips. I don't know if you've had them in Canada. So all dressed chips, just to be clear. Are barbecue, sour cream and onion, ketchup, and salt and vinegar flavor. Right. All the flavors together. Now, um, if you've picked up a bag here mm-hmm. in uh, NYC, America. the greatest city in the world, yeah, you will taste a different flavor profile oh. than if you pick them up in, say, Toronto, which are the two cities in which I have uh, sampled all-dressed chips. Why did they change it? Probably because they could pump a whole lot of cheaper shit into the American version. <laughs> right. Because uh, the Canadian, I did enjoy the Canadian version better. Okay. I mean, also, those are all never... flavors that on their own I like. So yeah, but you know, diminishing returns at some point, man. But you don't see that as an overwhelming uh, abusive flavor. I I do. I I mean, it it kind of. I think it's it's to the point where like it just tastes like a bunch of fucking spices. Why am right. I cussing so much, Tom? I know. My you're, wife's gonna. My, I'm yeah, gonna hear. Gonna, she's gonna, gonna, gonna have you. For my wife, she's gonna tan your hide. Ugh. <laughs> uh, another flavor uh, is popular: dill pickle. You ever have these? I have. And Tom, can I tell you something crazy? I, you know what I'm realizing as I go through this list, and you're saying you've had these things, I am not adventurous with my chip selections no. whatsoever. I'm very conservative. Tom, I'll tell you this much: a chip about it conservative. I enjoyed a dill pickle potato mm. chip before I even liked pickles. At the time, I was not <laughs> a fan insane. of pickles, and I was like, and I think this chip might have a helped. Gateway drug. Yeah, might have yeah. helped me uh, accept pickles into my life. What do you think about that, huh? Uh, Some real that's food wild for stuff, man. <laughs> that's crazy. That's one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Um, I mean, and I like if a if a pickle drips on a chip, I I like eating that chip. <laughs> How often does that happen? Oh, it uh, happens all the time with a sandwich. Sandwich, pickle, yeah, come on. chips. At like Maybe a beachside be a res- uh, restaurant or yeah, something. Yeah, that's all, the only places I eat are beachside restaurants. Yeah. Um, that's not that's that's not very old, rich of you, Tom. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I need to start 
What do old, where do old rich people eat? <laughs> Depressing. Uh, yeah, like, it's uh, like old musty places. Old, steakhouses. Old musty uh, country clubs. Yeah. Yeah, most rich, old rich people just eat at like the clubhouse. Yeah. At, uh, they have a clubhouse sandwich at the clubhouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe that comes with pickle and uh, and some chips. Uh, you think old rich people uh, eat potato chips? No. What do they snack on? I think they only eat potato chips if they're like very thick, and it's like, oh, this is yeah, Kitchener's recipe. Like, yeah, I think they eat like uh, <laughs> artisan potato chips. Right. But like, I, I, think, I see them no, eating people, a potato chip before I see them eating like a, a string cheese. Yeah, that's true. Old rich uh, will only eat potato chips cooked on the premises, right? By somebody, a descendant of Kitchener, right? Um, what about that was better than what I was going to say. <laughs> that was less explosively <laughs> offensive than what I was about to say. What about uh, Jalapeno? Do you think uh, Statler and Waldorf are racists? Uh, probably. Yeah, maybe I that's mean, why they don't like the diversity. Yeah. Maybe that's the issue they have. I mean, they're misogynists. Like, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of evidence for that. Yeah. This shouldn't be happening. It's like basically <laughs> the underlying premise of like... A frog and a pig! <laughs> It's against God. Yeah. Uh, uh, jalapeno? Jalapeno. Jalapeno. Uh, I like it. I like it. And I don't like when people are like, these don't taste hot enough. It's like, no, but it's got the jalapeno oh, flavor. See, I think a lot of times they're too hot. You're always dabbing your forehead. Yeah, and that. I don't like it. I like oh my. I like, hot, I oh like me, oh my. a hot food, but I like to eat it in private. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't, I don't like to eat potato chips around anybody because all the crunching. And I don't like yeah. anybody eating a potato chip around me because all the... I was considering bringing some potato chips here. We we always <laughs> stop by beer at the at the convenience store. I was like, mm-hmm. we should get some chips, try them out. John would like us for that. He's right. sitting over there engineering, trying to yeah, tune us out. Yeah, uh, uh, but then I was Wasting like... Wasting away. Yeah, but all the chewing. <sighs> no thanks. Uh, um. So, all right. So, in Colombia, can I read off some of the things that they that they have there? I. Oh, all right. Uh, can I do one more? Yeah, mainstream? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. BBQ. Yeah, it used to be my favorite. It's a little too strong for me now. Yeah. See, that's how I feel. When I was a kid, barbecue chips. Yeah, great. We're mellowing out, Tom. But nowadays, bar barbecue chips. It's too much for me. It's uh like. Uh, a flavor explosion. Let me ask you this, Tom. Uh-huh. And this might be a little bit of a journey, so stay with me. Here. <laughs> okay. You know how you you see an old timer uh-huh. and he's talking about uh, marijuana, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, back in the seventies, <laughs> it wasn't I, like it is now. I used to smoke marijuana, and like I'd smoke a joint, and then like uh-huh. I could still like uh, do whatever. Yeah, go like about my day. Off. But he's like, I take one hit of this stuff these days, yeah. and I'm out of my mind. Do you think there's like been like a flavor creep? Yeah. Uh, where it's like, yeah, but, in the 90s, a barbecue chip was sure, fine. It was, it was manageable. Yeah, you but could like, eat them at lunch and it'd be fine. You yeah. could still go about your day. You could still do, get exactly. work done. But you eat a, a, a bag of Lay's barbecue these days, you gotta, yeah, you're you gotta be go. out of your mind. You're going to be on the couch for the rest of the week. Yeah. Uh, there's probably something to that. They there, probably I'm ratcheted sure it up. Well, I think there were like uh, the barbecue wars during the '90s, where like everybody was there was an escalation of like, oh, ours tastes the most barbecuey. Ours do, ours do, because you're right. In the beginning, it was like, oh, there's just like a light 
These taste just like salted chips, but there's a, like a little bit of a smoky, a little bit, just a little though. Yeah. Uh, Leave something to the imagination. Yeah, you perverts. God. Uh, all right. So uh, in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Colombia. Yeah, they have uh, lemon is very popular. Do they have cocaine flavored chips? All right, Tom. They have lemon. Uh-huh. Which I would, I'm very eager to try. Yeah, I'm I curious never, about those. You never hear that. Many, in, uh, yeah, in my uh, the same Wikipedia article. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you don't get like the the bright, vibrant flavor that much on there, right? No, and I always like uh, like the lime uh, tortilla chips. Oh hell yeah! That's because they taste kind of like Lucky Charms, right? Oh, I never thought about that, but yeah. you're right. Yeah. It they all have, comes. It all comes what? from the same lab, my friend. They have the same mouthfeel as Lucky Charms. I yeah, think that's what it is. Yeah. Man, we're saying we're throwing out all the words. I said delicious yeah. before. You said mouthfeel. Uh, chicken, which like, how are you gonna do that? Yeah, like maybe the chicken? spices that you put on on a pot, right, 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 yeah. Chorizo, same thing, right? Yeah, the, that's just the spices. spices and the innards of an animal. Uh, sirloin steak with mushroom sauce. It's just like at some point, like you didn't. You well, didn't, I guess like, I don't have to go to the steakhouse anymore. I can just eat these uh, potato chips. Yeah, um, a lot of people make the mistake in any kind of like a chip situation. I'm talking even a uh, like a wheat chip here. Um, a wheat chip situation where if they make something that's like oh barbecue chicken or buffalo chicken. You got to be careful with putting the chicken flavor in there. Yeah. Because chicken doesn't have much of a flavor. I'll tell and you And when this it's artificial, much. it's very strange. Have you ever had the chicken in a biscuit crackers? Yeah. And there was... That's chickeny, my friend. Yeah, and it's weird. I don't like it. It's like it's been soaked in broth. I kind of like it. <laughs> Is it's it... soaked in broth and then like recooked. Yeah. Or but, just like not cooked at all, and they just put broth in it and then cooked it. Right, it's more likely. <laughs> probably yeah. that's probably a little bit easier because otherwise the yeah. chips would be overcooked. Yeah, why? <laughs> why would they cook something and then get them all soggy just to recook them again? Uh, have you ever had uh, prawn cocktail chips? No, um, I think uh, I'm. I think I've had prawn something. Yeah, and. Uh, Prawn shrimp that 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 skeeves me out like yeah yeah because then it's just like well prawn or or uh, prawn or shrimp cocktail is just uh, ketchup and horseradish sauce flavor which yeah. is fine uh, and it maybe be a fine chip flavor but then it's like yeah but we gotta sell it put a little fishy in there <laughs> yeah. and I don't like a fishy taste yeah in exactly um, Tom. Mm-hmm. Horseradish. What's the deal with it? It's from uh, 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 the wasabi plant. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so you can't just like eat it. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean you could eat it. You could eat a uh, wasabi. Like straight from the source. Yeah, You'd it's die. like a root. You die. You wouldn't die. It'd be very spicy. Yeah. It'd be very hot. I might die. You might die. You're uh, weak. Yeah. Sensitive. <laughs> You're a weak, sensitive boy. Yeah. Who is now a weak, sensitive man. We did it, Tom. <laughs> if you like the show, you can check out more at tcgt.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at complete at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me on those things at your pal Tim. 
And you can support the show by supporting our sponsors, uh, which this week was MeUndies, which were great. Uh, and you can also check out tcgt.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping and tcgt.com slash pledge where you can join our Patreon and get fun bonuses like uh, weekly mini episodes that sometimes come in big batches. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, if you're in Edinburgh and or uh, London, come to our live shows this week, tcgt.com slash tour. Yeah, it'll be fun. And if you're coming to those shows, let us solve one of your problems on stage. The Complete Guide to Everything at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, it'll be fun. It's always fun. It will be fun. Um, I feel like we might have left. I think we dodged a bullet, Tom. What's that? Not uh, going into the brands. Because I don't know walkers from... Blaze. Yeah. They're like, like the same, though, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, also, who cares about the... Look, I like a kettle chip. Uh huh. I like a Miss Vicky's chip. Um, and then everything like, look, they're fine. Everything's good. Yeah, there's actually not a brand that I like actively or like. Oh, no. I mean, maybe Munchos. <laughs> you don't I'll, like that? I'll avoid. But yeah. otherwise, like, well, they're just a an ancillary product. Otherwise, I feel like I eat potato chips so infrequently that like i'm up for whatever you know whoever's got the newest spiel to me like sure i'll try it out yeah it's well i mean we found that not to be true kind of <laughs> right but like yeah, I, guess... I feel like you're an unadventurous no i've had potato those, like... chip eater yes because in the realm of snack foods you're like well potato chips are child's play i'm gonna yeah. go for some like crazy off the wall cheeto like a dangerous cheeto yeah, or uh, dangerous combos. Yeah. A combos yeah. Uh, combination that's uh, against God. This might be a twist ending, Tom. Uh-huh. But uh, after all the praise I've given potato chips, yeah, I feel like they're not worth it. If you're going to eat something <laughs> shitty that's going to like do damage to your health, yeah, go for eat something. something more delicious. Yeah, more adventurous. Like, be, yeah, they're like... Don't just be like, hey, all these trans fats that are fucking clogging my ar- ar- arteries, like, uh, like, yeah, you know, go eat mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Have a slice of pizza instead yeah. of, uh, chips. So our verdict on potato chips is eat pizza instead. We'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>